The 2022 draft has come and gone, and there is no doubt in my mind that Kale Macker's performance this year in the playoffs and the way Colorado won the Stanley Cup definitely impacted the way teams drafted this year. It is evident now that in order to win in the NHL you need to have an elite puck-moving defenseman, that can be a game-changer offensively, but at the same time is reliable enough defensively to play against the top lines of other teams. All the top teams in the league now have an elite defenseman, Colorado has Macker, Tampa Bay has Hedman, the Rangers have Adam Fox, Florida has Ekblad, Pittsburgh has Latong, Washington has John Carlson, Nashville has Josie, Toronto has Morgan Riley, and Boston has Charlie McAvoy. The point being, you need that top number one defenseman if you are to win in the playoffs now, and teams in the draft this year really set out to try and draft the next Kale Macker type defenseman that can be a game changer. In the first round of the 2022 draft, there was nine defensemen drafted, including five defensemen within the first 12 picks. The second round was also defenseman heavy, of the 32 picks in the second round, 11 were defensemen. Then in the fourth round, 12 of the 32 picks in that round were defensemen. Of the 225 picks in the draft, a total of 73 defensemen were taken, and of the 73 defensemen taken, 48 of them were taken before or in the fourth round. All the evidence that you need of Macker's impact on this draft can be found within the top 12 picks. Simon Nemec, David Jirasek, Kevin Korchinski, Pavel Mintyukov, and Denton Matychuk, all are elite puck-moving defensemen, with high offensive upside and room to grow defensively. One thing these defensemen all have in common is their elite skating ability, and ability to jump up into the offensive attack and make life miserable for opposing defenders. If we look beyond the top 12 picks, it seems as though the teams picking in the latter half of the first round choose to go for big defensemen, rather than skilled forwards. Leon Bixel, Owen Pickering, Sam Rinzel, and Maverick Lamoureux all went way higher than they were projected to go before the draft, and were taken ahead of Brad Lambert and Isaac Howard, two players who were consistently ranked top 15 before the draft. The New Jersey Devils, Ottawa Senators, and Arizona Coyotes choose to go D-heavy in this draft. New Jersey drafted five defensemen, Ottawa drafted four defensemen, while Arizona also drafted five defensemen. New Jersey stands out the most because not only did they use their second overall pick to select Simon Nemec, but they used their second-round pick to select another elite puck-moving defenseman, and powerplay specialist, Seamus Casey. They were not don't selecting a defenseman, as they would select two defensemen in the fourth round and another in the seventh. Arizona also picks a defenseman in the first round, Maverick Lamoureux, then selected Russian defenseman Artem Duda in the second round. The Coyotes drafted three defensemen in a row with their second pick in the third round, their fifth round pick, and their sixth round pick. Ottawa selected defenseman Philippe Nordberg in the second round then Thomas Hamara in the third round. Jorian Donovan was selected in the fifth round and Theo Wahlberg in the sixth round. Although Columbus only selected two defensemen in the draft, they used the two picks they had in the first round to select David Jirasek, 6th over, and Denton Matychuk, 12th over. A strategic reason why teams selected defensemen early in the draft this year is that the 2023 draft is full of elite offensive talent, and teams might not want to miss out on that offensive talent because they need to draft defense due to the lack of defensive talent in their prospect pool. I thought it was smart for teams to load up on defensemen since this draft was a very deep draft pool for defensive prospects this year was as deep as it's ever been. Related, Shane Wright vs. Uri Slavkovsky